This is Chapter 64 of The Boy's Life of Mark Twain. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, visit LibriVox.org. The Boy's Life of Mark Twain by Albert Bigelow Payne. Chapter 64 A Degree from Oxford. On my return, I found Mark Twain elated. He had been invited to England to receive the degree of literary doctor from the Oxford University. It is the highest scholastic honorary degree, and to come back, as I had, from following the early wanderings of the barefoot truant of Hannibal, only to find him about to be officially knighted by the world's most venerable institution of learning, seemed rather the most surprising chapter even of his marvelous fairy tale. If Tom Sawyer had owned the magic wand, he hardly could have produced anything as startling as that. He sailed on the 8th of June, 1907, exactly forty years from the day he had sailed on the Quaker City to win his greater fame. I did not accompany him. He took with him a secretary to make notes, and my affairs held me in America. He was absent six weeks, and no attentions that England had ever paid him before could compare with her lavish welcome during this visit. His reception was really national. He was banqueted by the greatest clubs of London. He was received with special favor at the King's Garden Party. He traveled by a royal train, crowds gathering everywhere to see him pass. At Oxford, when he appeared on the street, the name Mark Twain ran up and down like a cry of fire, and the people came running. When he appeared on the stage at the Sheldonian Theater to receive his degree, clad in his doctor's robe of scarlet and gray, there arose a great tumult, the shouting of the undergraduates for the boy who had been Tom Sawyer and had played with Huckleberry Finn. The papers next day spoke of his reception as a cyclone, surpassing any other welcome, though Rudyard Kipling was one of those who received degrees on that occasion, and General Booth and Whitelaw Reed, and other famous men. Perhaps the most distinguished social honor paid to Mark Twain at this time was the dinner given him by the staff of London Punch, in the historic Punch editorial rooms on Bouverie Street. No other foreigner had ever been invited to that sacred board, where Thackeray had sat, and Douglas Jerrold and others of the great departed. Punch had already saluted him with a front-page cartoon, and at this dinner the original drawing was presented to him by the editor's little daughter, Joy Agnew. The Oxford degree and the splendid homage paid him by England at large became, as it were, the crowning episode of Mark Twain's career. I think he realized this, although he did not speak of it. Indeed, he had very little to say of the whole matter. I telephoned a greeting when I knew that he had arrived in New York, and was summoned to come down and play billiards. I confess I went with a good deal of awe, prepared to sit in silence and listen to the tale of the returning hero. But when I arrived he was already in the billiard-room knocking the balls about, his coat off, for it was a hot night. As I entered he said, "'Get your cue! I've been inventing a new game!' That was all. The pageant was over, the curtain was rung down. Business was resumed at the old stand. End of chapter 64